chaos is everywhere. into something right now well because something weird's going on no i will um, not make it with you well i'm now i just feel hurt because that that was what i was gonna ask and now i'm just all upset you got chlorophyll but, got talking about the chlorophyll you're trying to make out with me go on with the chlorophyll go on with oh. the chlorophyll okay so that's not the answer. So, all right. Well, let me do the thing while I'm looking into this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chaos Everywhere. I am your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. With me, as always, is Mr. Chlorophyll himself. Uh, Mr. Borophyll, if you will. Uh, Artie Vice. What will get it? Um, and today we're watching some WCW. WCW. So, um, I wanted to point out... Um, something that I found out today that I think would be an interesting episode. We're not, we don't have to do it right away, but I just found out that like, I guess like the month before Nitro started was a clash of champions. So it's like right at the beginning of the Nitro era. I think it'd be fun to go back and just do that episode at some point. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll that that clash of champions. For shizzle. Yeah. Which is a completely different thing than watching Nitro. It's, it was a whole. It was basically like a mini pay per view, but they're yeah. always fun to watch. There's only if you watch um, Nitro all the way through. There's only like two or three that actually exist in the middle of the Nitro era. So, but when I saw that, okay, maybe we should check that out. Um, yeah. So I think if I'm doing my math right, aren't we on October second, nineteen ninety five? I believe so. That's where I'm stopped right now. I'm fairly yeah. confident that's the right one. Yeah, because we just watched last week Luger and um, uh, Ming. Yeah. Got, or this is the main event. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The description oh, yeah, got a little... They're also talking about how Malenko and Guerrero should be an awesome match. So. Oh, okay. Yep. And I'm, I'm part of what was confusing me. I'm waiting for the ad to go through so that we can actually sync up and start this. Part of what was confusing me was the um, description of the episode is Lex Luger puts his world heavyweight title, and that's all I read. I'm like, wait, no, he doesn't have the world heavyweight title. And I was like, wait, something new happened? But no, he's putting his opportunity at the world heavyweight title up for grabs and his career, apparently, against Macho Man. Ooh. Which I don't remember them actually specifying that on the last Nitro, but apparently that's what this is about. <laughs> uh, why do we need consistency? Who cares? So I'm just I'm getting sunk up. I think I'm at, yeah, I'm thinking it's zero. So we're doing October 2nd, You're 1995. Good God. Uh, I, just huh? I just don't understand how you get to zero on here. That honestly, not using the Xbox, the TV, the, my smart TV oh. actually does it a lot easier. Gotcha. All right, yeah. well, just let me know when. All right, we can play in three, two, one, play. Oh, yeah. And then we got music. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 I mean, so this is what it's like in the wrestling business. Especially in the 90s. Yep. <laughs> when you texted me, hey, do you want to do Nitro a little bit early? I was like, I'm already doing Nitro. I was in the middle of watching Thunder from 98 when you texted me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm in my era that I'm in right there, I'm getting to watch Chris Jericho act like a conspiracy victim because Dean Malenko um, tricked him into a match at the pay-per-view. Sounds about right. It's good stuff. It really is. It's really good storytelling. So much better than what's in the main event. Um, but we're we're in 1995, so I won't get too much into that right now. Oh, thank God, Steve Mongo McMichael. That is one 
ugly little piece of shit. But the dog's cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love him because it's like, I don't have much personality, but my dog will have all the personality. That's why the dog's there. Nobody asked for the dog either. He just showed up one day with the dog. <clears throat> oh, here comes the nature boy. Woo! Careful, Flair. He'll stick Hogan on you. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like this storyline, like it kind of, well, we'll see what happens with the storyline. I feel like there's a lot more meat on this bone of Ric Flair versus Arn Anderson. That I yeah. don't think we could see play out all the way. Yeah. Problem with that is I'm a vegetarian. So. Right. JK. There's a lot more squash on the cord core, if you will. There you go. Yeah, sure. That works. By the way, anybody that really knows you knows the idea of you being a vegetarian is laughable. I would hope so. <laughs> uh I'm a vegetarian. I only eat grown-up cows and no veal. Thank you very much. (laughs) Macho Man going to the top. Mm. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. What happened? My things stopped. All right, we're gonna have to, everybody, we're gonna have to resync up. So I'm gonna pause it and wait till you tell me you're ready to go. I feel like this happens every time I try to watch Nitro now. Like yeah. it just starts, it just stops and starts loading. Maybe the P, maybe when it gets to the Peacock Network, we'll actually have well, less trouble with it then. I hope so, man. I really hope so. Well, let's see what we're. I don't, I don't know exactly what your plans are, but from what I've looked into, you can either pay what you're paying now for um for the network. And get Peacock without commercials, or you can get a cheaper one with commercials, and we would just change how we do the episodes. So, I mean, if it's this, <clears throat> I mean, if it's the same price without commercials, then I'll just do the one without commercials. Yeah, no, it's not. From what I've read, it's nine ninety nine without commercials. So, oh yeah, then that's fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, what are we at? What are you at, anyways? Time wise, two minutes and forty three seconds. Forty three. Okay. One second. Yep. 42, 43. Okay. All right. All right. I'm ready. So we're going to play three, two, one, play. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, no. It's the giant. Green beans. I read. I just read green beans. Apparently, it's going to take more than green beans. Um, that yeah. Mean? <clears throat> they also threw in a fee five fo fum because yeah. we're four year olds. Ooh. I actually like that choke slam. Yeah. He had a decent choke slam, especially because he's had exactly zero matches at this point. Yeah. Poor Alex, right? Or what did the Germans ever do to deserve this? See what, see what I did there? Because Germans did everything. Just everything. <clears throat> oh, here comes the Lug. Here comes the big Loogie. <laughs> yeah, here comes the Lug. So I don't like I don't want to spoil too much. I don't know. There's just something uh, that's very sad about what's happening in Lex Luger's career at this moment. <laughs> Lex Luger um, no, well, I, without spoiling what's exactly going to happen, I can tell you that he did not want to be working with the Dungeon of Doom at this point. He wanted to be working with the Four Horsemen, and huh. instead he gets to do the Dungeon of Doom stuff. And I, I won't tell you exactly how that's going to work out, but he's going to be in a storyline with the Dungeon of Doom instead of the Four Horsemen. I mean, the Four Horsemen suck, though. Right. Dungeon of Doom is so much better. Right. At the moment, the four horsemen are really just two, Arn Anderson and uh, Brian Pillman. But we all know that Mongo McMichael will soon, one day, somehow join them. Yes. And, you know, if I had to pick somebody for my stables between Lex Luger and Mongo McMichael, I think I'm pretty much going to go with the Mongo, man. 
No, I'd first ask if there was a third option. And then if there wasn't a third option, then I'd probably go over there. If there wasn't a third option, I would then at that point ask if we could just not have this member and just leave that spot blank. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, yeah, I would then ask if we could simply change our names to the Free Horsemen. <laughs> once, I told, once I'm told that is a no-go, then I'll ask if it's at all possible for just McMichael's dog to be the fourth horseman. <laughs> once I'm told that's not possible, because then I can wrestling contract is way too much. Yeah. <laughs> he just he, he can't afford him. <laughs> At that point, then maybe I'll consider Luger. Yeah. At that point, I'll take the Luger. Yeah. For no other reason than the fact that we can all make fun of him and call him Luger. Right. As we all tend to do. Yep. It's it is kind of sad when I like. Because I I like Macho Man, I you know I like Luger to an extent, but it is kind of sad that I was just watching a show from three years from now, and you've got talents like Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko that are all very much you know in their element at this point in '98, and this is still your main event basically is Luger, Savage, Piper, Hogan, basically. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what people want. That's what people pay to see. Yeah. You know, they tried to build up their young talent. The young talent just wasn't good enough. <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, I'm sorry I spoiled the, this match by talking about the fact that Luger still has a job in three years. I <laughs> hope I didn't ruin this whole episode for you. Well, it's ruined for me. I'm going to have to – I'm probably just going to have to leave at this point. I can't, I can't watch this. Yeah, we'll just we'll, – we'll hang out. Like, I'll hang out with people and we'll just you know, yeah. talk about stuff. I didn't even care about the results to begin with. I just can't stay here any longer just because I know this is the match I have to watch. Right. Oh. I mean, last year, yeah, 90, no, two years ago, 93 in WWE, this would have actually been a relatively interesting match that never happened. But, I mean, Vince clearly didn't want to use Savage because he was so old. Yeah. You know, I did the math the other day just because I was, like I said, I was watching the era I was watching. Do you realize that when Bret Hart was, like, forcefully retired, he was only 40? Wow. Like, he seems like he should be so much older, but no, he's literally just 40. Like, he was three years younger than AJ Styles is now. He certainly wrestled like he was older. Yeah, well, that that is a problem with Bret Hart's matches. He does the same five things and doesn't really ever change it up a bit a much. At all, really? You mean Hulk Hart? What? I said you mean Hulk Hart? Hulk Hart. Yes, Hulk Hart. Well, at least Hulk went bad guy at some point. But Bret the Hitman Hogan? Even when Bret Hart's a bad guy, he still does the Russian leg sweep into the backbreaker, into the second rope elbow. Yep. Like, yeah, it's not great. I mean, I love, I love Bret Hart. I really do, but... Um, once somebody pointed that out, I just found myself going, oh, yeah, every single match, it's exactly the same. All right, back to this. Here we go. Back to where the big boys play. Checkers? Chinese checkers. Oh, snap. I was, actually talking, I was actually talking about that portly gentleman in the front row who was the only person there to buy his Hogan gear. <laughs> oh my god. Watch out. Okay, I don't know if they're struggling or what or they're just talking about what they want to do. Dude, you want to go out for steaks after this? Yeah, I don't know, man. Steaks sound good. Was oh, it's supposed to be like... move. How long has it been? I don't know. <laughs> Feels like we've been holding each other's heads for a while. Maybe we should do something. Okay. I mean, we're in a classic position for a suplex. Probably going to go for a neck breaker, though. No, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's 1995. Let's not get crazy. Yeah. Neck breaker. 
Suplex might hurt. Yeah, I might hit my leg on those steps over there. Yeah. Oh, calm down, Pee Wee. Seriously. That's, for those of you that don't know, that's the name of the referee. That's hence why I called him Pee Wee. And he actually does. A lot of the referees in WCW, especially this era, actually do have a tendency to overact. Yeah. That is definitely noticeable. Ooh. That actually looked pretty good. Oh, the nice swift kick there, yeah. Yeah. When the basics are done right, they do look impressive. Okay. I know Savage is a strong guy, but I no way believe that he could beat Lex Luger yeah. doing this kind of move. Oh my god, he's going for a gory back special. That's Eddie's move. Uh, yeah, there's this like But in no way is this believable. Yeah. Like, I do not believe Luger can put his leg up like that. <laughs> you just, I just don't think it can happen. I'm actually kind of impressed that um, they decided to put this match uh, on first instead of the last match of the night. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. I mean, it's Ooh. still only an hour show, so like would have been like third or fourth match, but still, you'd expect to be the last match tonight. Oh, God. What did I do? I, I want my bus back. Nope. Going up to the top. I will rule you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how that pops into our heads now every time someone goes up to the top rope. Yeah, well, I think every I think from now on every time wait for it, I will rule you again. Okay, <laughs> I think every time somebody goes for a double accent, I just kind of have to do that now. Yep, <laughs> that's fair. It may, get, it may get redundant in the Randy Savage match since it's one of his favorite moves. We've really got to do that movie at some point. Yeah, I told you I found it on the thing. It won't be a very easy watch along for the audience because the only place I could find it is on uh, the Stars app. But mm. we could definitely do it. Okay. And then maybe people yeah. can throw in like a DVD or if it comes up somewhere else, watch it with us on that. Because it is definitely worth watching. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. For anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, because you're not giant wrestling nerds, it's the uh, movie from 1999 called Ready to Rumble, which was um, at least co-produced by WCW and has a lot of their wrestlers in it. And it's just hilarious in not a intentional way sometimes. It is fantastic. <laughs> God, no, not too Oh, Red, guys, you're not in Japan. The referees can't be hurt like that. He's not even wearing red shoes. Oh, here we go. Ooh, perfect elbow drop. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Apparently, Savage had two different elbow drops he would give you. He could either make it really easy night for you or hurt you the hell with that elbow drop, depending on if he liked you or not. No, it's the giant. Whatever is he about to do? Well, not speak, because it's 95. That goes without trying. Oh, my God. Can't believe you just gave him a showstopper. Why do you call it a showstopper? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. Oh, 
Going for the pin, Lugs. Ah, Lugie. No, apparently no. not. Because why would you? Oh, uh, he's going for the torture rack. Yep. <laughs> In the most awkward way possible. Yeah, right? Like, oh, I guess because, oh, I guess because Macho Man's trying to, like, not help him at all. Right. Well, that Macho Man's probably cool. dead. So they're trying to make it look realistic. Yeah, that was awkward as fuck, but he pulled it off. Yeah. It's not even that good of a torture rack, to be honest with you. <laughs> nah, that was horrible. But there you go. Lex Luger just beat Randy Savage. And surprise, surprise, did not lose his career or his world title shot. Which, well, I guess, yeah, they've mentioned it before that he had a title shot. That, that wasn't new. He sort of just got the title shot by showing up on the first episode of Nitro and saying, I want a title shot. So he kind of Goldberg it, but still. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a classic way to get a title shot, though. I mean, what else are you going to do? You know, win matches and build storylines throughout the weeks? You definitely don't do that. Oh, man, I wish we could watch the Saturday night so we could see Dirty Dick Slater. Uh, I was about to say, I can't believe we're going to miss out on watching Dirty Dick. And Big Bubba. Man. It really does blow my mind. Big Bubba Dick. (laughs) It really does blow my mind, though, how nobody WCW ever loses their job. Because that episode of Thunder that I was watching earlier, the match that I stopped it on was... um, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So, huh. no one ever gets fired in WCW. Right. Right. Limo. Right, of course. Why wasn't Hogan there to stop the giant? Why is Bobby dancing? Well, it's because we don't have the sound on you. You can't hear the music. But right now, um, Disco Inferno's music is playing out here. I was really confused. Yeah. I only got that because, like, it would have been confusing, but I got that because of the uh, post captioning. Oh, oh there it is. Playing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this Disco Inferno kid's going places. Straight to the top, everybody. I mean, he's going to be a movie star in 1999. So. That's, that's true. I forgot that he's in there. He's like one of the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What happened to his music? No. Oh, oh man. Oh, this is like Eddie is still awesome in the ring because he's Eddie, but this is like his white, white baby face era. Yeah. So. So it's so much fun to watch him harass the heels for no reason. Like in a couple of years, it'll be Chavo doing exactly this, and Eddie being like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yep. Where the big boys play, everybody. Those fans don't know how good they fucking got it. Like, this is the real main event. I mean, it might mm-hmm. as well. I mean, if you're looking for any kind of quality, this has to be the main event. Yeah. Unless um, Arn Anderson's in a match, then maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their main event in general, throughout the whole Nitro, well, not all the Nitro. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say their main event throughout all of them because I'm in the middle of 98 and it's still not good. Their main event is just not that great. It, they rely too much on guys that are wrestling like they would have 10 years ago. Yep. The, in 98, where I am, the next main event they're, they're selling is Hogan and Bret Hart um, versus Randy Savage and Kevin Nash in a tag match. Like, that's what we're building the pay-per-view around. Feel free if you want when I get to that. If you want to watch with me, I'll, I'll we'll definitely still we'll watch together. I'd like it if you don't assume my interests. 
You don't know me. You don't know me. Oh my god, so much less than talent in one spot. Tremendous respect. Tremendous respect. Oh, oh. Oh, Scruffy. By the way, Scruffy the dog, Scruffy, our mascot is here with us today again. Scruffy, I love you and miss you. I love Scruffies. Oh, jeez. I don't even know how to explain that, but man, how good was Eddie Guerrero? Nothing like watching two Hall of Fame level wrestlers in their prime try to show up each other. Yep, pretty much. I don't know in what context it came up, but in the um, closed captioning, I just saw the phrase sex positions. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty normal. It's something to do with Malenko and a thousand and one holds. Probably. <laughs> My God. I, like, this is one of the moments where I realize I'm not ready to be a wrestling announcer because how do you call that, that sequence of moves that end with the Malenko dropkick? Well, I would just like to say, can someone remind these two that it's not 2021, 2021 where they are? <laughs> Guys, it's 1995. You're making everybody else look bad. Yeah, basically. And here's the frustrating part about 1995 WCW. In the middle of this great match, <gasps> we're not only going to a split screen, we're just going to go to Hogan. Not even split screen. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, we know where our bread is buttered, everybody. Fuck the match. <laughs> who would ever want to watch Eddie Guerrero versus Dean Malenko? Seriously. Hogan has a neck brace. Seriously, though, that's so fucking insulting, man. Like, I mean, just have it separately. Yeah. I I will give them enough. That, like, okay, you've got an hour, so you need to do both at the same time. Fine. Leave it on the split screen. Why the hell yeah. are you going away from this great match to just show us Hogan getting into a promo with Jimmy? Ugh. <laughs> you didn't see this but during that... Uh... Uh, Eddie Guerrero did a 1080 off the top rope. <laughs> yeah, those are like three minutes of Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko. We'll never get back. The yep. stars they could really use. But on a positive note, we got to watch Hulk Hogan be very angry in a neck race. <laughs> I mean, so really, it's an even trade. Yeah, obviously. Scruffy, stop. Oh. My dog likes to lick his feet, everybody, so if you hear a weird noise, that's him. Scruffy, I love you. Oh, God. Oh, God, I love you. Oh, God. Also, I would like to point out, it's not like I'm trying to insult older wrestling, you know, by saying that it's boring and that I find Hulk Hogan to be extremely boring and never want to watch right. any of his matches. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I throw on old school wrestling almost every single night to help me fall asleep. <laughs> it's completely true. I, every time I turn on the network, it's like, oh, look at all these old matches that he's in no way watching that I would totally watch. They are. Boy, are they helping me clock out, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, being a little bit younger than me, you don't have the nostalgia for the Hogan error that I do, so I think it doesn't it doesn't hold you like it does me. But even I wouldn't say, hey, let's go ahead and do what we just did and go to Hogan in the middle of a match. Ooh, nice brain buster. 
I usually need to set up for the frog splash. There we go. Yep. Good call. Come on, Eddie. Oh, got the knees up. I, I did not see Maliko actually countering that. Although, actually, Maliko has a pretty big push in 95. So, could he, he'd go either way at this point Ooh. in this match. <gasps> One, two, three. Eddie got the win. That was and like that was a small package win that didn't look stupid because it was a counter from the move. Yep. Take notes, WWE, <laughs> with your 30 surprise roll-ups tonight. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not happy. Listen here, you some bitch. Who wants to see them have a rematch? <laughs> Who would want to watch that? The best part Can of the match was when I went Hogan. God. Clearly. Like, can we get back to Hogan with Willie Ford here? How is his neck brace? Did Jimmy get him his fresco? How's it going back there? Uh, you know, my whole life I've never drank a fresco, but I could totally see Hogan drinking a fresco. Yeah, I can see that. Also, I want to point out that awesome high-speed match that we just watched between those two was done in Colorado, <laughs> where the air is so so thin that people legitimately have to calibrate for it when they go in there for a sporting event. Yeah. Hey, we get to see him again. Boo, yeah, boo, like, boo. Boo, boo. I'm going to let it go after this, but I really got to ask, why did we come away from Hogan if he was just going to come right out after the match? Because nobody wants to watch Malenko versus Guerrero. I'm sorry. We already knew the answer. I shouldn't keep bringing Nobody up. wants we'll to move on that. that. This is what we're here for. Oh. It's So there's actually, I don't know if I ever told you this, there's a really funny interview that happened right before Hogan left the WBF forever, or well, 92, whatever, but um, where Jimmy Hart literally, like, in the course of the interview, does every lyric to Hulk Hogan's theme song for WCW. That's amazing. Like, he's... Yeah, it's it's ridiculous because Jimmy Hart, of course, wrote that song when they got to WCW, but he literally lifted it out of a promo he did for WF. Wow. <laughs> oh. Okay, sorry. Back to the awesome stuff that we're watching or listening to here. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm great, brother. If the giant brother wants to fight me, brother, I'll fight him, brother, anywhere, brother. In the ring, brother. Outside the ring, brother. I've got this necklace, brother. I'm ripping off my shirt, brother. I'm Hulk Hogan, brother. Um, no, I'm sure I'm not the first person to suggest this, but if you want a great drinking game, you can just watch WCW or WWF and just drink every time Hogan says brother. Don't do it. You will- By the end of the night, you'll be so fucked up, you'll think that Hogan's matches are awesome. No, you will die. <laughs> you will contract alcohol poisoning. Yep, pretty much. That's pretty <laughs> much a guarantee. Chaos Everywhere does not endorse the drinking of alcohol to excess. Please limit right. up to two oh, brothers no. a week. The dust. Oh my god, little old lady. I wonder who that is. Who is possibly uh, that short that could attack him? Right. And who's that weird and carny about attacking Hogan. I'm going to say it's the Giant. Yeah, it's got to be the Giant. Yeah, you're right. It's squatting way down. I honestly want to go back now and see if he was sitting in the front row the entire time. I really want to know. That'd certainly be interesting if he was. Like, that'd, be, that'd be impressive, honestly. Yeah. By the way, if anybody's not watching along, Kevin um, Sullivan just came out of the crowd dressed as an old woman after throwing 
um, what one podcast I listened to called Freedom Powder into Hogan's face. Boy, was I surprised. <laughs> I honestly didn't expect him to do it, even though I've seen this before. Not again. Not the neck crank again. No. Again. Hulkamania is dead forever. Yeah. And this is the worst part ever. Oh, wow. Somebody has to shave a mustache. That'd be very uncomfortable. I hope those are good blades. They're spinning on the flag. They're, They're raping the, the Statue of Liberty. Stash. He's leaving the Hitler stash. <laughs> I would give so much more respect to Kevin Sullivan. You know what? From what I've heard of Kevin Sullivan, he would absolutely have that idea. Oh, yeah. To leave the Hitler stash, but nobody would let him. The American Males, our tag team champions, are out there getting destroyed by one guy. Yep. By the way, even if he is a giant. Hey, man, this is WWE CW. Right, of course. <laughs> now, you may be wondering yourself... Self, why why is the nasty boys out there trying to help Hogan? They have nothing in common. Oh, contraire. Um, Brian Knobs there is one of the biggest Hogan friends in the whole wide world. Yep. There's nothing about that on TV as far as I know, and I'm not 100% sure the nasty boys are faces, but that's why he's out there. What the so jeez. Just cut the hair. It's the one gimmick you ever had that anybody liked. Well you're not the barber anymore. Uh, also Hogan is still very much his meal ticket, so he's like, listen, Hogan did not give me permission to cut his hair. Right. Oh my god. If you brother cut brother my brother hair brother you're out of here brother. Good brother you're gonna brother lose. finding brother another brother job brother. <laughs> you're going to lose your couch privileges if you cut my hair Leslie. So much power in the dungeon of doom. So much. I don't understand why completely trying to copy WWE's cartoon style, but crappier, didn't work for WCW. It is very surprising. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? I mean, not that WWE at this point was doing that good. 95 WWF is basically a garbage fire. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this somehow seems worse. Because at least WWF was a new garbage fire. And this is a garbage fire that I've seen before. Yeah. Here we go. Ric Flair. Woo! As it were. That's actually a clever way to get around the fact that you only have an hour show. Mm-hmm. You can promote that you're going to have a tag match between the Nasty Boys and the American Males, but then it can't happen because they got beat up by the Giant. Yep. Yeah, it can't happen because four men got beat up by one. Yep, sure did. But well, in a couple of years, they... he'll be the tag champ by himself, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. So, um, just prior uh, to conversation earlier, the tag title situation later, Sting and the Giant are tag champions in 98, but Sting decides not to join the NWO, and then the Giant literally has both belts by himself because screw tag team wrestling. Yep. Anyway, let's, this might actually be good, so let's watch Ric Flair versus Arn Anderson. Just to make sure, though, when that happened, I'm pretty sure the Giant brought out a little kid and defended the titles with a little kid, right? I mean, is there any other way to defend the titles? Oh, wait a second. No, never mind. That's Braun Strowman. I get the two mixed up all the time. Right. I mean, the Giant did put both belts on Tony Schiavone during an interview, which was kind of funny. Yeah. 
By the way, I like I know from what I've gathered of Arn Anderson on his podcast and just in general the stuff I've heard about him, I know he wouldn't care. But it does seem weird to me that he didn't get his theme song on TV. Oh yeah. He, he was just sort of waiting there as a jobber for Ric Flair. Uh oh. Flair, you got the wrong colors on, brother. Mm-hmm. Destroying that chest. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I don't think players' shops could destroy Arn Anderson's chest. I mean, have you seen the chest that Beer built on that body? That's fair. <laughs> that is very fair. Smell my armpit. That's yeah, Arn Anderson. Like I really love Arn Anderson, but it makes me sad that his in well his career. I mean, when it did, is sad no matter what. But the fact that it ended so relatively close to the beginning of the Nitro era, like we still got a while to go with Arn Anderson at this point in Nitro. But you don't get a lot of tape on him as compared to everybody else. Yeah. Like he just his his wrestling career is pretty much pretty close to when it becomes a weekly thing to have wrestling matches on TV. And I would love to have more Arn Anderson matches, basically. Rick, that's Arn. You can't do that to Arn. Come on, Rick. There's like a crazy what are you doing? Did you see the crazy drunk dude in the corner? You mean the WCW fan? Yeah. No, I didn't see him. What was he doing? He was just like he was he was just like hunched over pointing at them. But it, he just looked ridiculous. And like the security guy that was sitting down was like he you could see him like pointing at him like, come on man, calm down. Well, that's the main thing you're trying to sell with a wrestling event is beer, so they're doing their job. Come on, man. It's just wrestling, Mitch. It's real to me. Oh, don't be that guy. What guy? You'll see. <laughs> You'll see eventually. I'm the time-traveling security guard. Oh, oh. nice punch. No, it was in the gut. It was in the gut. I saw it. Nick Patrick right there. I don't think, like, I think it's because he became an in-ring character so many times. Like, he became a bad guy referee a couple times. I don't think Nick Patrick gets the kind of, like, respect as a referee that, like, an Earl Hebner does. Absolutely. But he was there. He's a very good referee. It's just I think he's too much of a character. To ever be thought of a referee purely, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Oh, almost got him. Near fall again for Aaron Anderson. Oh, man. Slap it on him. Slap it. Chicken wing armbar. Careful with the hair. hair. <laughs> <laughs> Arn um, doesn't realize that you can't pull on people's hair because he doesn't have any hair. Ah, uh, that's fair. Not that I'm mocking him, because I basically have the same exact hairstyles on Anderson. That is somewhat accurate. Yeah, actually, actually, probably have less. <laughs> I was going to say, I think he, I think you might actually have less. Yeah. Right now, I definitely have less, because I just shaved my head. But... All right. But that's really not a choice anymore. It's more of a, how much, how bald do I want to be? Hey, hey, that was a close fist, sir. Can't do that. I mean, 
um, Nick Patrick didn't seem to stop him, so I think he can do that. Here's a, I just, I think I know your answer because I know what you grew up with and you weren't a WCW guy. But do you prefer the look of WCW referees or WWF referees, or is there a third option that you prefer better? No, I think the more, hmm. No, I like the stripes. I'd say the WWE referee. Sure. I prefer- so do you like stripes in general? Like like New Japan, the, the all black is weird to you, or do you... Uh... I don't know. It's like each one looks fine to me, but it's because right. I'm used to them in their in their like companies, you know. Right. Yeah, it would kind of look weird, especially today, to see um, wrestlers like WCW wrestlers now with like a blue shirt and a bow tie. Yeah. But I do love the fact that it's completely different than what you see in WWE. Oh, scroll. If you're having a dream about chasing rabbits, you don't get those rabbits, Scruff. Ooh. Which, well, that was just silly of your arm. Why would you try to do a DDT when this guy's arm locked on the top rope? Yeah. Well, that's fair. I don't know what he was thinking. Silly Billy. I know Ric Flair is famously very safe with his punches, but like just one time he like slips and just smacks you in the face when he's doing that punch. I mean, I'd be very mad at him. It had to have happened. Like, I mean, he's supposed to be so good. I doubt it's a very common occurrence, but yeah, you're right. It's got to have happened at least once. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. I'm not saying it happened like all the time. I'm just saying like, it, like it, 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 there's no way it didn't happen at least once. Chopped him right out of the sky right there, Ric Flair did. But that's kind of Arn's fault. I mean, what would Arn say if Cody went up for that kind of move? Like, 2021 Arn would be yelling at 1995 Arn so loud right now. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, my goodness. It's flying Brian. I don't know. Uh, I really, I try every time to not not get too much into this. But I'm thinking to myself, how did this company not see money in Austin and Brian Pillman? You know, I really have no fucking idea. Like that, that is very mind blowing to me. I know that's it's pretty much hindsight. It has to be because well, yeah, like, but but still. It's not like those are the two only examples, by the way. Right. Because by 99, most of their roster, most of the talent that you watch the WCW event for to see really great wrestling just leaves all at once. So they have a record of not recognizing talent when they have it. Yeah. I think you and I were, I don't remember what year we were watching. It might have been like 96 or 97. But we watched the show and we realized, wow, once the radicals leave, like 90% of what made this show good is going to be gone. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. You got to know what happened to Hogan. Yeah. Why the hell are we talking about Hogan? <laughs> oh, my God. Why don't they just call this Hogan Night Nitro? I mean... They probably tried. Monday Night Hogan. Here we go. By the way, I think that's going to be the title of this episode. Monday Night Hogan. <laughs> then Hulk probably goes in there like, I appreciate it, guys, but I can't take all the credit. Let's let's just call it Monday Night Hulk instead. <laughs> yeah, I can't take all the credit. Let's at least make it 80-20 for the rest of the guys. Come on now. I mean, to be fair to Hogan, 
I'm sure he was in the back line to work with the young talents. Like he was sitting back there going, you know, I'd really like to wrestle that Eddie Guerrero, but they just wouldn't let him do it. Yeah, I'm sure. He's probably they're probably all walking by him and he's just like looking at him like I could bury him. I could bury him. <laughs> I could bury him. Oh, I could bury the fuck out of that guy. Oh, next week's gonna be a barn burner. We're gonna see the shark, aka Earthquake, versus Sting. And then we're gonna see Mr. JL, and I missed the other guy. So I think it was Hoovy, but I'm not positive. Um, and then it's going to be Hawk versus Big Bubba Rogers. So good. So, and no Hogan. What the hell? Are, well, you know what? Never mind. I'm sure he'll show up. Like, during no, the Mr. Those are the that are presented, but then when it gets to the actual show, half of it will be carved out for Hogan instead. Yeah. Because they know what they, they know where to get their money. Exactly. So yeah, we're fine. We're into October. Got a uh, few more weeks here, and then we're gonna get to Halloween Havoc, which is just oh my god, I can't wait. I'm still so excited about Halloween Havoc. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was a great episode of Nitro. Woo. Some really good wrestling, completely yep. overshadowed by Hulk Hogan. Yep, and so classic WCW, basically. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so I'd like to say thanks everybody for listening to the show. Uh, please like and subscribe wherever you can to the uh, show. You know, we'd, we'd love to see our numbers grow. And just tell a friend about this weird show and people you know that might want to watch TV with us because I'm sure they're out there. I haven't found as many of them as I would like, but I'm sure they exist. So just tell everybody about us. And, um, yeah, follow the show at Casts Everywhere on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at LastKillGilchrist1. You can also follow the show at chaospodshow at gmail.com where you can talk to all three of us about whatever you might want to talk to or talk about. And uh, thanks to Eric Bowman for our theme song. I think that's about it. Um, yeah. So did you have anything else you wanted to say? Stick it out and knock them up. Okay. Oh, and because um, it's a bonus episode, check us out this Friday. Um, DJ Madman and myself watched the Power Ranger movie from 1995, so enjoy that. All right. Well, I'll see you guys later. Have a good night.